0: This is where you'll be going. You're
1: going to pay for that with your life. Well, maybe. But perhaps with some luck, I can locate your weak spot. What do you know about Han? All of his efforts are directed towards supporting what he calls his school of martial arts. You know how I feel about fighting. Han's only contact with the outside world is this. Which he holds every three years.
0: Hold it. The dragon inside. I don't know the dragon is. I'm only the vegetable grower. I just supply the temple with vegetables. I have no idea what going on inside the Shaolin Temple. I am pleased to present our Russian
2: brother, Eastern Europe's most feared martial artist. Welcome to Geek Fights, the Ponzi scheme of podcasting. I'm Damon Shaw, and with me as always is Mr. Mike Ortiz. Mike, who's joining us tonight?
3: Well tonight we've got Juan Patino, Hola. Pete Lucas. Evening folks. And Tom Zambek. Hello there. So what are we fighting about this time, Damon? This week's battle
2: It's <laughs> best martial arts movie. Uh Mike, how do our fights here work?
3: Well, we have an NCAA tournament-style bracket. We pit two competitors against one another and put it to a vote. The majority wins. The panel can decide the battle any way they see fit. Um, any criteria they want, just use what we call geek logic. Uh, what's geek logic? Well, geek logic can be explained by this pre-recorded message. Never gonna give you up.
0: Never gonna let you down.
3: That's
2: Geek Logic. All right, let's start the fights. Let's jump right in. Mike, this one is yours. Uh, we've got The Legend of Drunken Master versus Rumble in the Bronx, two Jackie Chan films. Uh,
3: it, it's interesting that I'm starting this one. Um, much like last week's uh, Best Harry Potter and next week's Best Video Game, uh, I'm not really that familiar with a lot of martial arts movies. I'd say a good chunk of these on this list. I don't know. But... Uh, You know, any good geek will tell you just because I don't know what I'm talking about, it doesn't mean I won't give you my opinion. (laughs) So, in this one, though, I I, I have actually seen uh, both of these movies, and I am going to go with The Legend of Drunken Master. Uh, Vote for
2: Legend of Drunken Master. Uh, You know what? You're right. Rumble in the Bronx is kind of a shitty movie compared to Legend of Drunken Master. It's quite badass, so I'm going to go with that one. Juan?
0: Well, you know, it's interesting because, you know... um, Rumble in the Bronx was one of the like uh, first American Jackie Chan movies that came out. Like One of the first ones that was supposed to gain, be gaining all this new attention for the new martial arts genre as it was coming out because it was supposed to be awesome. And the legendary Jackie Chan is making American movies. Ooh, And um, I think the best thing about Rumble in the Bronx were the outtakes that were running during the credits. Um I think that um, he became famous for doing movies like Legend of the Drunken Master, and there's a reason. It's because they're really awesome martial arts movies. So Mike Boat goes for Legend of the Drunken Master.
1: All right, Pete. Well, actually, it was uh, Rumble in the Bronx was his second attempt at the U.S. crowd. He fr- originally tried back in the early 80s with, uh, what was it, uh, the Big Brawl and the Cannonball Run movies. And uh, those didn't do too well here, even though the Big Brawl was actually quite an entertaining movie. <laughs>
3: Can I vote um, for Cannonball Run? <laughs> I've seen that one. Nope. <laughs>
1: um, I, I, I have to agree with you guys. Uh, Legend of Drunken Master was, I think, was a much superior film. Rumble in the Bronx I found amusing, but it it, it wasn't Jackie at his best, in my opinion. And the only kudos I give to Rumble in the Bronx is the fact that if it wasn't for Rumble in the Bronx, I'd still be having to dig out the old classic legend of drunken master and stuff out of some guy selling his uh, bootleg copies in the trunk of his car um, so legend of drunken master
2: alright Tom is it a clean sweep
4: uh, I'm going to make it a clean sweep, actually, and I'm going to kind of uh, echo Juan's sentiments, although I do appreciate that Jackie was introduced to American audiences uh, prior to Rumble in the Bronx. Uh, I was pretty young in the 80s and had no idea who Jackie Chan was. So uh, the first I had really heard of him in the mainstream was Rumble in the Bronx, and uh, when I saw that film, I was already familiar with a few of his uh, from overseas, and I just didn't think it held a candle to them. Poor introduction to American audiences. Got to give it to Drunken Master.
2: Legend and Drunken Master, moving on. Uh, Next fight. Above the Law, hell yeah, versus Five Deadly Venoms. And, um, as much as I want to vote for Seagal, uh, I cannot. I'm going to vote for Five Deadly Venoms. Juan?
0: Uh, come on. The Aikido superstar, you know, Sheriff, whatever his his name is. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, Five Deadly Venoms. Definitely.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Pete? Uh, you know, much as I have enjoyed Steven Seagal, some of Steven Seagal's movies over the years, um, I, I just, something about him has always rubbed me the wrong way. I, I find him not a very good actor. Um, he's got some well-staged fights, but you know what? I, I have to go back. When, when in doubt, I always go back to what what started it the beginning, and that's Five Deadly Venoms.
2: All right, a vote for Five Deadly Venoms,
4: Tom. Well, well, I can give uh, Seagal some pro- points for uh, actually being a true keto master. Uh, when it's Shaw versus all I got to go with the Shaw brothers movie, and I'm going to cast my vote for Five Deadly Venoms. I wouldn't feel respectable if I didn't.
3: All right. And Uh, Mike. Yeah, I may not know jack shit about martial arts movies, but uh, I do know that Steven Seagal is bullshit, so Five Deadly Venoms.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Watch it, man. Watch
3: it. (laughs) All right.
2: Next fight is yours, Juan. It is Fearless versus Storm Riders.
0: Hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, I, w- I was saying like before the show, and I don't know if it got caught by the recording or not, but uh, *Fearless* was uh, Jackie uh, Jet Li's, um what he declared as his last, like you know, uh, costume type movie, his last timepiece. Um, he wasn't going to be wearing old style clothes anymore because he felt that that role was like the epitome or like the pinnacle of his career because it had such meaning and such depth, um, you know, like uh, as far as like the philosophies that that character uh, portrayed because it was like based on a real person. Um, and if I could remember the name right now, I'd say it. But that's who, um, you know, that's, that was the importance behind the movie. And actually, there were a lot of really cool lessons that I thought were coming out of it as I was watching it, you know, like the, you know. Uh, part of like watching martial arts movies was kind of like you know looking at different philosophies of uh, that were tied in with martial arts, not just the kick butt of the movies, but you know a lot of the different words that they had to say, or like phrases and and you know whatever. But um, Fearless I felt was a much deeper movie um, and very enjoyable. Storm Riders was really cool for the special effects that were implemented. Is one of the newer. I would call it one of the newer types of martial arts movies, where there's a lot of special effects involved, a lot of computer-generated dra- graphics, um, kind of representing like the mystical parts of kung fu um, skills and powers, if you will. Um, Storm Riders was visually stunning, and I really enjoyed watching it. And it was one of the first like um, ones that I saw with all of the extra um, special effects, which you know may not have been the first one, and so, that's okay. Yeah, so you- I'm going to vote for Fearless. I'm Fearless, sorry for Rattling. Yes.
2: That's fine. Fearless gets a vote, uh, Pete
1: uh yeah i gotta i gotta uh echo one sentiment here um well i'd love to give storm riders the vote just based on sunny Chibo. we have him coming up in a later fight so uh i'll give my my kudos to him then and uh i gotta go with fearless
2: I'll vote for fearless tom
4: okay i have a very passionate argument about this one even though i haven't actually seen either of these films uh Uh, much like Mike, I'm not a very big, uh, martial arts buff. Uh, I have seen quite a few of the movies in our bracket, but, uh, not all of them. And, uh, kind of my geekdom or my domain of geek, so to speak, is, uh, more the horror movie genre. And Fearless was directed by a man named Ronnie Yu, who also directed and butchered two of the classic horror villains, uh, in Freddy versus Jason. And I thought that was just such an abysmal effort that I can't ever cast a vote in favor of Ronnie Yu. So
2: having not seen either of these films, I got to go with storm riders. Oh, vote
0: for storm riders. Mike. Hmm. Well played. Well
3: played. I, uh, I, I was going to go storm riders and just sing a little, uh, riders on the storm by the doors and just make that my answer. But then from what Pete and Juan were saying, um, about fearless. I mean, I have seen, uh, several other uh of his movies and, and liked a lot of the costume drama so that i this i actually don't want to see this now uh but i, I really like tom's logic and if i vote for Storm Riders, that ties it up and it goes to you
2: all right a vote for Storm Riders. Uh, i would love to vote for fearless i really would it's an excellent film but if I'm not mistaken, Storm Riders is the only, only Andy Lau movie that we have on the list. And I love the fuck out of Andy Lau. I've watched almost all of his movies. It's sick and wrong. Uh, what the hell is the name of that movie? Oh, god damn it. Uh, I can't remember it right now. But it was an Academy Award winner here in the States when, they, uh, when Scorsese remade it with... Uh... I'm,
1: I'm not seeing Andy Lau credited anywhere
3: on Storm Riders.
2: Yeah,
1: Andy Lau.
3: Andrew Lau. It doesn't matter. It's Geek Logic. It's Geek Logic. He could say it's because Cloris Leachman's in it.
2: And- <laughs> Andrew Lau, Andy Lau, is in it. He's like the Tom Cruise of Chinese cinema. Uh, you guys really want me to vote for Fearless, but I'm going to go with Storm Riders. And Storm Riders is moving on. Next fight is yours, Pete. It is Dragon, the Bruce Lee story, versus the Karate Kid.
1: Well, you know, going back to my youth, I was really enamored of The Karate Kid. However, when I saw Dragon, the Bruce Lee movie, I would swear to God that Jason Scott Lee was channeling Bruce Lee. He was so convincing in the role, and it showed me that he did a lot of research um, and studying how he moves and his mannerisms and everything. And I just found it overall to be a more entertaining and more well, and better well-done movie. So I
4: got to go with Dragon.
2: Uh, vote for dragon tom
4: well i i can't necessarily argue with that however i do have to vote for the karate kid uh well i do believe dragon to be a superior film karate kid uh really conjures up a lot of images of my youth uh and was something that i probably watched a thousand times between the ages of eight and twelve uh furthermore uh Very recently, I had the opportunity to meet Johnny from Karate Kid uh, on an elevator by random chance. uh, And William Zabka happened to be one hell of a nice guy. So I'd feel really bad right now if I didn't vote in favor of him. So I'm giving it to Karate Kid.
3: A vote for Karate Kid. Mike? Yeah, I have to kind of uh, echo all of the sentiments here. Uh, Dragon is is probably a a better movie. Um, I think I like it more. I think I, I respect it more. But Karate Kid is uh it's it's that eighties icon. I mean, sweep the leg, Johnny and wax on, wax off. I mean it's it's embedded in the pop culture and uh and actually when I when the movie came out I was in a martial arts class and my entire class went to see the movie together. So that was kind holy of a cool experience. Shit, you were in a martial wow. arts class <laughs> <laughs> I have a gold belt in Taekwondo
0: bitch. Oh, holy crap, you're gonna kick my ass <laughs> That's awesome. I, I
1: was surprised when I found out he was in a band.
0: <laughs> no, I'm not surprised about that.
3: I'm not surprised about the band. I'm either. full of surprises. Oh. Um, oh, wow. So I am going to vote for Karate Kid and and, and just point out that I, I am pretty pissed off that probably the two movies that I know best on this list are against each other.
2: Nice. <laughs> um <laughs> I would, uh, You stole Sweep the Leg, Johnny, and I was, that's all I was going to say was Sweep <laughs> the Leg, Johnny. But because you stole that, I'm going to vote for Dragon, the Bruce Lee story, because it is a really, really, really good movie. I, that's one that I can watch at almost any time. Uh, it's one of those ones that if it's on, I'll be like, oh, I'm going to watch Dragon, all of it, start to finish. Whereas Karate Kid, I don't love it as much. So I'm going to go with Dragon. It's all tied up. Coming down to you, Juan.
0: Well, it's interesting that, you know, uh, for martial arts movies, we put two of the more dramatic movies against each other. The Way of the Dragon is a story about Bruce Lee, and it's very dramatic. Yes, there's some fighting in it, but it's mostly the story about Bruce Lee, um, which is why, you know, you're, you're saying that, you know, the spirit of Bruce Lee was channeled by what's his name? Um, but
1: that was, yes, uh,
0: and then and rapid and then in uh, Karate Kid, you know, it's a story about, you know, Ralph Macchio getting his butt whipped because he was a a geek, essentially, um, because he didn't fit in. Um, I'm going to vote for the Karate Kid mostly because, you know, it's the whole reason why I ended up in a YMCA karate class in the first place. Um, And I I didn't get a gold belt. I never made it past the first two weeks when I got my white belt. But that's not the point. The point is I didn't go for any other reason than Karate Kid. So that's where my vote goes.
2: All right. The crane kick gets the win here. Karate Kid moving on. On to our next fight. Tom, this one is yours. It is Return of the Dragon versus Rapid Fire.
4: Return of the Dragon versus Rapid Fire. This, for me, is one of the tougher contests on the list. And I'll tell you why. Uh, It's. Probably my favorite Bruce Lee movie of all time. And I don't know how I could in good conscience vote down my favorite Bruce Lee movie in the first round. However, uh, I was a big Brandon Lee fan. Uh, I really liked rapid fire. I caught it on cable uh, and that was my first watch of it. And, uh, you know, given that he died a tragic and untimely death. I would hate to see rapid fire, not make it past the first round. And I already am planning a Bruce Lee vote somewhere else on this bracket. So I am going to vote in the father versus son matchup in favor of the son and give it to rapid fire.
3: A
2: vote for rapid
3: fire, Mike. Um, you know, I, I, I kind of have to agree with that. Uh, Bruce Lee, uh, will will be represented again. Um, but, uh, Brandon Lee won't. And, uh, You know, there was something about that movie. It's hard for me to really put my finger on, but I was not expecting much when I saw it, and uh, it actually impressed me quite a bit.
2: All right, a vote for Rapid Fire. But I will be voting for Chuck Norris. That is right, Chuck Norris. (laughs) Boom, Return of the Dragon. (laughs) Juan.
0: (laughs) Um, Okay, Um, there were a lot of, like, you know... um, action movies made about taking down the mob or having a deal like going up against some Italian mobsters for whatever reason there's always an angry cop an eager rookie and you know some restaurant that gets shot up <laughs> which was essentially what Rapid Fire was um, yeah you know it was Brandon Lee and I was a fan too and I'm really sad that he didn't get to make more movies but I The Way of the Dragon I think is a better martial arts film so I got my vote uh, I'm sorry, Return of the Dragon.
2: It's all right. It's both names are, are, are there. Uh, it's all tied up. Coming to
1: you there, Pete. You know, this, this actually is, for me, a tough one. Because uh, Rapid Fire was a good movie. I mean, uh, I found it... Brandon made, what, three movies? And I wouldn't really consider The Crow uh, a martial arts movie. Um, but how do you vote against Bruce I mean really and Chuck you got them both represented Bruce who dominated the film the industry brought it into the American consciousness and Chuck Norris who dominated the 80s Um, I gotta go with Return of the Dragon
2: a vote for Return of the Dragon Return of the Dragon moving on next fight is yours Mike it is Revenge of the Ninja versus Kill and Kill and Kill again
3: Hmm. Again, two I have not seen, um, but I like Revenge and I like Ninjas, so I will go Revenge of the Ninja.
2: I'll vote for Revenge of the Ninja. Um, I'm going to go with Kill and Kill again, because I'm going to kill somebody and then kill somebody else.
0: One, <laughs> <laughs> Sho was the iconic ninja of, like, what, the 80s, when all his ninja movies came out, and he wasn't, like, anything that had anything to do with ninjas. And ninjas are kind of badass, so Revenge of the Ninja gets my vote. A vote for Revenge of the Ninja. Pete?
1: Um, I, you know, I really wish I could vote for Revenge of the Ninja, because um, I remember Sho and all the ninja films that he did. However, um, Kill and Kill Again is a lesser known movie, but it was one of the first true martial arts movies I saw. And I believe the actor was uh, James Ryan, who was the lead in that one. And I found him uh, immensely entertaining. And I liked the fact that he wasn't a pretty boy compared with a lot of the other martial artists. So I got to go with Kill and Kill Again.
2: A vote for Kill and Kill Again. Tom, it's all tied up. Coming to you.
4: God, I don't know if it's really fair for me to be the tiebreaker on this one because uh much like Mike, I have not seen either one and Go with the ninjas. Going to use similar logic. Ninja, uh, Ninja, well Ninja. now hang now hang on. I gotta I gotta look at the titles, which is the same thing you did. Now, if I'm flipping through <laughs> cable late night and I see Revenge of the Ninja on, I might scroll past it. Only because could be cool, could not be cool, could be a really bad, you know, what was that guy from Step by Step, like eighties Kung Fu movie, you know. And I don't necessarily need to see that. However, I see you kill and kill again which is a badass title pop up on my cable guide i'm gonna say i'm gonna give that movie at least five minutes so for the badass title i'm giving it to kill and kill again
2: kill and kill again moving on into the next round uh next fight crouching tiger hidden dragon versus dragon tiger gate and i i I, the only reason i've never seen uh dragon tiger gate but I put it up against Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, because there was a dragon and a tiger in the title. Uh,
1: <laughs> I'm,
2: yeah, not funny. Um, I'm, I'm still going to vote for Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, though, because I think it's an amazing film. Uh, it's got beautiful music. Uh, just be- it, it led to quite a few beautiful martial arts films that came out of the what, late, ni- late 90s, early 2000s. So I'm going to go with Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon.
0: One. Juan. Well, um, I fell in love with the movie Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. I mean, everything about it from the actors in it to the uh, fighting sequences, the cinematography, the colors. And, you know, like you said, the music, it was a really beautiful movie. It is a beautiful movie. And it's one of my favorite movies even now. Dragon Tiger Gate was a lot of fun. Um, You know, the whole like, I believe if I'm not getting mixed up with another movie, it's the whole like orphans getting trained and fighting against each other to figure out who's better kind of a thing uh, after they've been trained by the similar masters or whatever. Um, but uh, I, it, it was cool. I liked it. Um, it was entertaining, but Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon I think was a way better movie, so I'm going to go with that one.
1: All right. Pete? Um, <clears throat> wow. Well, my problem, my only problem with Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon is I'm a bit of a purist when it comes to martial arts forms. I don't like a whole lot of CGI, digital animation, wire work showing them flying across the sky type of thing. I I, I like to see the guys do their stuff and just give me a a good 5-10 minutes of that and I'm happy. Uh, That being said, I have to say that because it was more of a fantasy type film, the wire work really worked well in that one. Uh, so I, I gotta, I gotta give it to Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon.
4: All right, Tom. Well, I was about to give you props there, Pete, because you were kind of uh, along the same wavelength as me. I am a uh, very big purist when it comes to this type of stuff. And uh, when Crouching Tiger came out, and I know I might come across as a dick saying this, I was really not a fan of the film. Uh, When I saw it in the theaters, thought it was really overhyped for my taste, didn't get down with the wire work stuff, and I thought it was kind of uh, a bastardization of what, at that point, I'd come to love about martial arts films. Um, What little I knew of them, anyway. Uh, Now, I did bone up a little bit before this uh, little contest to try to learn about some of the titles. I intentionally did not even look up Dragon Tiger Gate because it didn't matter what that movie was about. My vote is against Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon from Advancing, and I'm voting for Dragon Tiger Gate. (laughs) (laughs) But as a fantasy
1: film, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon works with the wire
4: work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Possibly, but this is and, this is that's martial arts movie, not fantasy. Dragon Tiger
0: Gate is is hella, hella big on the fan. Never mind, never mind. You already voted. It's, <laughs> it's cool, man. It's cool.
2: <laughs> dragon Tiger Gate gets a vote. Watch it.
3: Watch the movie. And, and Mike, <laughs> um, did Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon already win?
2: Uh, it's got three votes.
3: Okay. Well, uh, I I did love that movie, um, but if it's already going to win, I will vote for Dragon Tiger Gate because I actually did a little research on that one, just out of curiosity, and uh, one of the articles that I found says that it is in the Guinness Book of Worlds Records for having the world's largest punching bag.
2: What? <laughs> Dragon and, Tiger Gate?
3: Yeah, I guess there's a punching bag in the movie and it is the world's largest punching bag. So, uh, I'll give it a non-winning vote for that.
4: All right. <laughs> you helped lar- validate my choice with that one, Mike. I appreciate that.
2: <laughs> World's largest punching bag gets a vote. All right. Uh, Juan, this fight is yours. Okay. It is Kung Fu Hustle versus Out for Justice.
0: Okay, again, nodding to the uh official Aikido awesomeness of uh Steven Seagal. Um I I have a I had a lot more fun with the whole dancing axe gang leader of uh, Kung Fu Hustle and the um, the humor of uh, Stephen Chow and the uh, funny fight scenes, you know, the Toe Crusher and the frog style and all that kind of stuff. I mean, and then the, the the husband and wife Kung Fu team that were like slum lords. It was hilarious. So Kung Fu Hustle gets my vote.
1: A vote for Kung Fu Hustle. Pete? Well, you know, this is one of those ones for me that... that to me kung fu hustle isn't really a martial arts movie because it's kind of like looney tunes meets you know martial arts and it's a lot there's a lot of cgi in it um and you know i am not the biggest Seagal fan but i have to say out for justice was probably my favorite movie um not just not because of Seagal, but i loved william Forsyth as the uh the crazed kind of Scarface type character who would get doped up on cocaine and then go on a killing spree, killing whatever he can get a hold of. And then you have the whole scene in the kitchen where Steven Seagal is just whacking him over the head with a frying pan, taking it out of his hand and, and hitting him with it. And I was actually cracking up at that scene, even though it was a pretty violent scene. Um, but Kung Fu Hustle was a really entertaining movie. I don't, I don't want to sell it short at all either. But uh, I I think Out for Justice just barely edges it out just because of the real Aikido versus the fake Kung Fu.
2: All right. A vote for Out for Justice, Tom. Uh,
4: Similarly, I agree that Kung Fu Hustle is not a true Kung Fu movie, uh, although I did enjoy it a great deal. Uh, I I can't remember a damn thing about Out for Justice. Is that the one where he fought the Jamaicans or uh, (laughs) the senator or uh, no, okay, no,
1: Out for Justice was the one with uh, Jerry Orbach and uh, William Forsyth playing the coked-up. They, they grew up together on the same block, and then the one became a gangster and he became a cop.
4: Okay. Uh, it actually doesn't jog any memories, but that sounds pretty cool. Uh, I know to, to go ag- had- Go ahead. Gina
1: Gershon is the, um, the female lead or whatever. Did she,
4: did she get topless in it?
1: Uh, I do not believe so, unfortunately.
4: Uh, tough call. No no, <laughs> topless true Kung Fu movie. Uh, I'll, I'll go with Out for Justice and go against what I was planning on doing just to mix it up a little bit. Uh, agreed, Kung Fu Hustle, not a true Kung Fu movie, although I did love it a great deal, and we got to have, uh, if nothing else, a little Seagal presence in the second round.
2: All right, a vote for Out for Justice.
3: Mike? Uh, I didn't get to make my uh, little Storm Rider song... Crack earlier, so I will do this one. Do the hustle. Do okay Kung Fu Hustle. A vote
2: for Kung Fu Hustle. Um I love Stephen Chow films. I I really, really, really do. But No, no, I can't vote for Seagal. Just because of what you said, Tom, it doesn't jog any memories. I don't know which one it is because all Steven Seagal movies are the exact same film. Beginning to end. Steven Seagal beats up some guys who don't move, and then the, he wins the day, and then the movie ends. And sometimes he's in Alaska, and sometimes he's on a boat, and sometimes he's on a train. I don't really care. It's fucking Steven Seagal. I don't like him. I'm voting for Kung Fu Hustle. Kung Fu Hustle gets the win.
1: Uh, uh, before, before we start the next round, uh, what went on? Uh, Return of the Dragon or Rapid Fire? Return earlier? of the Dragon. Turn of the Dragon did. Okay.
2: Alright, next fight. Uh, Pete, this one is yours. It is Fists of Fury versus Fists of of Legend.
1: Wow. Um. You know, I think I enjoyed Fists of Fury better. Um. You know, it, it, Either way, uh, we're, we're kind of messed up here because it, it's coming down to Bruce Lee versus Bruce Lee or Jet Lee versus Jet Lee at some point. Um, I have to go with Fist of Fury. I'll
2: vote for
4: Fist of Fury, Tom. This is, uh, quite the challenging one for me, but I do have a reason for going in the direction I'm going in. Uh, one of my best friends growing up was a kid named Kevin Shea, uh, from Taiwan. And, uh, like most, uh, Asian people, if I may be stereotyping a little bit, during that time period, his family owned a laser disc player and a mammoth laser disc collection. And, Fist of Legend actually was the first Kung Fu movie that I ever sat down to watch and it was something that he introduced me to on Laserdisc uh, when I was very, very young. Um, it's a really, really tough call for me uh, on which one to actually vote for, but the sentimentality of it, I've got to go with Fist of Legend.
3: A vote for Fist of Legend. Mike? Uh, you know, I think I am going to go with um, Fist of Fury. Um, I, I'm really not that... Familiar with uh, Fist of Legend? I don't. I don't think I've seen it, so I'll go with Fist of Fury. It's Jet Li.
2: If you've seen Fist of Fury, you've seen Fist of Legend. It it is a remake done by Jet Li in honor of Bruce Lee, and uh, uh, it's an amazing movie. It was the first time I ever saw Jet Li outside of what was it? Lethal Weapon Four. Like I saw him in Lethal Weapon Four, but I didn't think anything of it, and then I saw. Fist of Legend. And I was like, "Holy shit! I need to watch martial arts films." This was my this was my entry point into martial arts in general, and there's no way in hell I can vote against Jet Li kicking the shit out of a shit ton of people in this movie. So my vote goes to Fist of Legend. It's all tied up. Coming down to you, Juan.
0: Well, you know, like you said, Fist of Legend is a remake of Fist of Fury. Um, even down to the scene where they walk into the dojo where the Japanese students are practicing their Aikido or whatever it is that they're doing, and they just commence to whoop an ass, you know. But the the thing that <clears> – <throat> there's two things I can remember. In Fist of Legend, Jet Li does it so cleanly and so quickly with such speed and, you know, I guess you can say grace. It's very – it's awesome to watch him do that. Um, but Bruce Lee did it first. And not only that, but this, but Fist of Fury is where we get the famous nunchuck scene, where he's in the middle of the dojo, and they have to slow down the cameras so you can actually catch a glimpse of the nunchucks because he's such a badass. So I'm gonna go with Fist of Fury.
2: A vote for Fist of Fury, and Fist of Fury move on, on to our next fight. Tom, this one is yours. It is Bloodsport
4: versus The Good Guys Wear Black. So Van Dam versus Chuck Norris, huh? Um, all right. Uh, I can't believe I'm going to do this, but I'm going to go with Van Damme on this one uh, only because I don't think Van Damme actually made uh, too many great films uh, or even good ones for that matter. Uh, but I do believe that Bloodsport was one of them. And, uh, you know, Chuck Norris, with his whole uh, worship of Mike Huckabee recently and his politicking on the trail, doesn't necessarily jive with me. So I'm going to go with uh, Mr. Van Damme.
2: A vote for Van Damme. Uh, Mike.
3: Yeah, you know, I was I was a little torn on this one. Uh, I think I I was leaning uh towards Van Damme and then when you reminded me about the uh the political leanings of Chuck Norris, um well, yeah, then fuck him. Good guys don't just wear black, they wear lose. <laughs> okay. <laughs> a
2: vote for bloodsport. Uh, When Chuck Norris uh, jumps into a pool of water, the pool of water gets Chuck Norris. I love love all the weird (laughs) Chuck Norris is a pseudo-god stuff that comes up every now and again. So I'm going to vote for Chuck Norris because he might be Jesus.
0: (laughs) He's so tough, even his beard has a fist. See? Chuck Norris has already been to Mars. That's why there's no signs of life. See? Juan, it's your vote. There used to be a street named after Chuck Norris, but it was changed because, like, nobody crosses Chuck Norris and lives. (laughs) 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 Sorry, I had to say that one. Um, Bloodsport is one of my all-time favorite movies. I can watch it over and over again. They show it on Versus, like, at least two or three times a day. I gotta watch it at least once a week. Um, But... It's. I thought it was really cool. Aside from the whole Van Dam thing, the the storyline itself, you know, I thought it was kind of interesting. You know, the American kid getting trained by a Japanese family. I was like, Ooh, I want to meet a Japanese family. I want to be trained. <laughs> when I was growing up, that's what I was thinking. Of course, it crossed my mind yesterday. But um, Bloodsport, I think, is going to get my vote.
2: All right, a vote for
1: Bloodsport and Pete. You know, I was kind. I was kind of sorry to see these two go up against each other because I, I, I think. Chuck Norris does need some love to make it into the second round. However, Bloodsport, you have Jean-Claude playing Frank Dukes. And I'm not a huge Jean-Claude fan at all, but I but it also had Donald Gibb from Revenge of the Nerds playing <laughs> his buddy. And uh, beyond that, I saw an episode of Las Vegas with Jean-Claude Van Damme where he actually wound up getting killed in the episode. And for and he just played it very not he didn't take himself seriously at all. and it was really kind of nice to see that. so I, I gotta give the edge to blood sport.
2: I vote for blood sport, and blood sport moves on. Mike, this
0: fight wait, is wait 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 wait, wait. Yep. wait, wait. Um, Chuck Norris doesn't flush the toilet. He scares the shit out of it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Chuck Norris isn't out of this yet. He's still in Return of the Dragon, folks. We can still make more Chuck Norris jokes, but we're moving on. Mike, this one is yours. It is Hero versus the Last
3: Dragon. Uh, I I love Hero. I think that's a a great movie. Um, I mean that. You guys were talking about being martial arts purists, and you preferred the uh, the ones that that don't have all the wire work and and that. But actually, that's what I do like about uh, about martial arts movies is that they are. I do like it when they're bordering on a fantasy movie. Uh, so I'm going to go with Hero.
2: A vote for Hero. I too absolutely love Hero, but not for the martial arts. Martial arts are great in Hero, but the story is even better. I love the, the, the three tales that he tells about how he got to meet the Emperor, or the, the assassins that he killed to do that, and then the Emperor telling the story back, like, no, that's not exactly how the story goes. It goes like this. This is what you did. I'm smarter than you, but let's see what you got. I, I really do love that movie, so I'm gonna go with Hero.
0: Uh, One. Hmm. Alright. Tiamak. Who only did Last Dragon, and really nobody knows where the hell he is now anyway. Um, and nobody. And then Vanity, who was super smoking hot back then, and that was a really awesome movie. And we hit the lines Who is the baddest? Show no! Show no! <laughs> <laughs> show enough who is the shogun uh wherever they were show enough but you know walking around in football gear and you know wanting trying to look like you know ghetto samurai was kind of a bit far for me um i did really like hero i like the idea of in this in the retelling of the story of the day of different events from the different points of view using the different colors to represent them um you know red was really pretty white was the truth Um, so I thought that was really cool. Um, and Hero is a really stunning movie, um, in all kinds of different ways. So I, I, my vote is going to be for Hero.
1: A vote for Hero. Pete. Um, you know, Hero was a really beautiful movie. I enjoyed it a lot, but I got to go back to my childhood here. And Last Dragon was one of those ones that was playing when I was in my impressionable youth and i just thought it was hysterical i thought it was well done the soundtrack was cheesy as hell and i went out and bought it i gotta go with the last dragon
2: a vote for last dragon and tom
4: i i could not agree more. i i loved hero a great deal uh and again not for it really being a kung fu movie but i actually it's one of the rare instances where i did like the fantasy element i think the story kind of carried everything through for me uh but come on uh A movie produced by Motown's Barry Barry Gordy, Uh, Gordy? sure enough, as the bad guy with the shoulder pads on, the main character named Bruce Leroy, uh, and and an early cameo from William H Macy, and the world's first introduction to the R and B group The BARS. I gotta go with Last Dragon. Uh,
2: Vote for Last Dragon, but Hero is
3: moving on. Uh, I'm I'm going to change my vote.
2: You change no.
1: What I uh, what? I
3: That's I nice forgot. About... It has
1: already been declared. <laughs> no, it
3: hasn't. <laughs> no, no, um, don't we I, have
1: enough jetly on here already.
3: I forgot about uh, about debarge and all that other stuff. <laughs> that, uh... <laughs> all right. Don't you want
0: to play craps? <laughs> don't you want to play craps, man? Show you see The master. You want to see the master? Okay. All right.
2: Well, last dragon is moving on because Mike is a pussy, and it's we're upset. <laughs> On to our next fight,
1: and uh, they reference Last Dragon and the Venture Brothers. How can you go wrong?
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, next so fight is uh, Kill Bill versus Sonny Chiba's Street Fighter, and uh, I am gonna vote with Kill Bill just for the crazy eighty-eight scene in black and white. It had to be in black and white because there was too much blood and gore in that scene, and I love that scene. So I'm going Kill Bill.
0: One. Um, Sonny Chiba Street Fighter was a pretty cool movie. It was gritty, you know. Um, I I never really watched the whole thing. Um, Kill Bill was a really good movie. I enjoyed it, also for the crazy eighty-eight scene, and I thought that um, it was pretty awesome, just all around. So, Kill Bill.
1: Another vote for Kill Bill, Pete. You know. <clears throat> I loved Kill Bill. I thought it was a, a an extremely amusing movie. It fails one of my purest martial arts bars, though, and that is the main character should be a martial artist. Kill Bill had enough secondary characters who were actually martial artists that I was willing to overlook that fact. Because Uma Thurman, I don't believe she's a trained martial artist. She might have studied for two or three months beforehand to look good in the movie. However, if it wasn't for Sonny Chiba Street Fighter, Kill Bill would not have been made. And if it was made, it would have been a very different film because you would not have had Sonny Chiba playing Hattori Hansu in the movie. So I got to go with Sonny Chiba Street Fighter.
2: All right. a vote for Street Fighter. Tom.
4: Well, that just made my decision a lot tougher. That was a uh, that was a, uh I uh, first I got to ask the question. Are we talking Kill Bill Saga or are we talking Kill Bill Volume One here?
2: It's whatever you like.
4: Okay. Uh, If I'm to pit volume one up against uh, Sonny Chivas Street Fighter as a pure kung fu movie, I would probably give the nod to Kill Bill. Uh, Now, here's why. Um it does blend enough of those classic elements and was influenced by so many great things about Kung Fu's past. And it kind of brings them all together. And Sonny Chiba doesn't really lose because he is in it. <laughs> so it's not like, you know, he doesn't advance in some way, shape or form. Uh, and, you know, I guess it's, I don't know. It's just sentimental to me that I really liked it. Uh, however, if we're talking about the whole saga, I kind of considered the second part to be more of like this uh, spaghetti Western feeling movie. And it's tough for me to even consider it to be in the Kung Fu realm. Uh, but on that note, um, just pure favoritism, I'm going to go with Kill Bill.
2: Uh, vote for Kill Bill. And Mike.
3: Um, I, I really enjoyed Kill Bill a lot, but I will not vote for it until we get that uh, extra long edited together full-color version that we've been promised for so long on DVD. So, I'm voting for Sonny Chiba Street Fighter. I'll
2: vote for Street Fighter, but Kill Bill is moving on. Next fight is yours, Juan. It is Shaolin Soccer versus The Bride with the White Hair.
0: Ooh... Is it going to be the comedic reintroduction of Kung Fu into society, which is what the movie was about, Shaolin Soccer? Or is it going to be one of the folk tales of the vengeful female who has been betrayed by her dude and goes crazy and her hair goes white and then she can whip it around like a weapon? She's
1: like Crystal in Fantastic Four.
0: Yeah what he said um <laughs> but but uh it's a it's a character that comes up in other like movies like well like um Forbidden Kingdom that Jet Li and and Jackie Chan thing that they did together there was a character Winder in there who had the white hair like you know white hair who was also you know made a promise or uh, uh some guy made her a promise who was also going to break it so she just never learns her lesson um and even when they are trying to be real she's already jaded so much that she can't accept it um I really liked Shaolin soccer a lot. You know, it was like um, it had this vibe of like we're getting the band back together, man. You know, like they were a, a squad of Shaolin monks and students, and then the life happened and they got poor and they had to get jobs, and so he had to call everybody back together to create the Shaolin to create this soccer team, and they had to re um, like capture that Shaolin that monk spirit. So I liked Shaolin soccer a lot. It was good. That's a what v- did in my vote.
2: A vote for Shaolin soccer, Pete.
1: Uh, I apologize, Juan. I misspoke. It was more like Medusa from the Fantastic Four, if she knew martial arts. Ah, um, okay. Uh, wow, this was a tough one for me because I really found Shell in Soccer to be an extremely entertaining movie, even though a lot of it was um, digital CGI manipulation. Um, the bride with white hair. I actually saw at the Magic Bag when Thomas Video was doing a martial arts night there way back in the early '90s, and it kind of sparked my whole uh, infatuation with the mar- with martial arts movies again. Um, and it was it was it was a real surprise to me. I was not expecting the movie I saw, and I thought it was absolutely incredible. Um, I got to give it to the bride with white hair.
0: I've got it on. V- I've got parts one and two on VHS. If you want to borrow, them. <laughs> I would love to.
4: <laughs> A vote for bride with the white hair, Tom. Well, I'm not going to relive my Ronnie U argument uh, to direct this one as well. Uh, but we already addressed that portion. Uh, obviously, I can't vote for Ronnie U, so I'm not voting for that one. However, I will give some props to Shaolin Soccer uh, and Stephen Shaw. Uh, in this day and age, very few filmmakers out there are doing a brand of cinema that are so uniquely them, and Stephen Chow is doing just that. Uh, I'm ashamed that I voted for Seagal in favor of Kung Fu Hustle in the last round, but you know what? Uh, I had to do what I had to do. Uh, not going to make that mistake again, and I'm giving it to Shaolin Soccer.
3: A vote for Shaolin Soccer. Mike? Mm. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I will also vote for Shaolin Soccer, Um that uh, I remember the first time I saw that movie, my first reaction was, "Well, this just shows that they can do superheroes now." <laughs>
2: yeah, you know, Shaolin Soccer. If you saw the American version, it's an okay movie. But if you actually seen the uh, foreign, the Chinese version, mm-hmm. it's a great movie and it's extremely <laughs> bizarre because they have their weird cultural things that we just don't fucking understand. Uh, Like the big fat ball guy with his infatuation with eggs. I don't know what it is. I don't (laughs) understand it. It's there and it makes sense to them and I love that movie. So I'm going to vote for Shaolin Soccer. On to our next fight. Pete, this one is yours. It is Battle Royale versus The Perfect Weapon.
1: You bastard. (laughs) You bastard. I suggested both these movies. You bastard. Um, I, I, this is such a tough call because I, I, I thought Jeff Speakman did an absolute fantastic job in The Perfect Weapon. It had Mako. It had James Hong. It had Mariska Hargitay in what was probably one of her first roles. And Professor Toru Tanaka carried Tagawa. I mean, just the whole gamut of, of people. But Battle royale I, I think is is just such a grittier I mean ninth graders who have to fight to the death these are people who can't even do anything they can't drive they can't drink they can't and they have to fight to the death. How do you go against that uh, I got to give the edge to the perfect weapon
2: uh, vote for the perfect weapon Tom
4: uh. You know, I had to look up The Perfect Weapon to be reminded what it was. I have seen the film. Uh, something about Jeff Speakman makes it uh, kind of tough for me to vote for him. Even though I haven't seen Battle Royale, I've heard enough good things about it that I'm going to cast my vote for Battle Royale.
3: A uh, Vote for Battle Royale. Mike? Yeah, I will uh, also go with Battle Royale. I uh, I had no idea what... Um, what's the other one?
2: The perfect, perfect, weapon. Weapon. perfect Weapon. I had no
3: idea what that one was.
2: So much so, you couldn't even remember its name for 35 seconds. That's fine.
3: <laughs> Which one again?
2: Uh, exactly. <laughs> I'm not voting for Perfect Weapon either, because Perfect Weapon's alright movie. It's okay. It's got a decent title. But Battle Royale lets you know what the fuck you're in for. Right at the top.
1: The name of the movie <laughs> is Battle
2: Royale. What do they give you? A Battle Royale. It's beautiful. So I gotta go with Battle Royale. And one.
0: Um, does it matter? Maybe, um, maybe
2: your rationale will change somebody's mind.
0: No, I mean I thought it, I always thought it was um, interesting what what um, Speakman was doing with the sticks and perfect weapon. You know, it was kind of like beaten up. Like uh, it was like you like he was playing the drums on somebody. Um, uh, no, I, I can't do that. I'm sorry. It's going to be the Battle Royale, even though I haven't even seen the movie. So it sounds cool. <laughs>
2: <laughs> A vote for Battle Royale and ninth graders killing each other and banging. <laughs> On to our next movie. Tom, this one is yours. It's all Tony Jaa. It's Ong Bak versus The Protector.
4: Uh, I have seen neither of these films. Uh, I know of Tony Jaa, but I have seen neither one of them. Now... Uh, I'm, I'm inclined to go with Ong ba just because that's the one that I knew of when I first saw this list. But, you know, why I pay for the marketing, I'm going to go with The Protector.
2: Uh, go <laughs> for The Protector. Uh, Mike? <laughs> um,
3: hmm. I, uh... I don't... I haven't seen either of these either. Um, but I've heard of OnBox, so I'll go with that one.
2: Um, <laughs> Ong ba. Um... <laughs> These two movies had me convinced for a while that there were so many Asian people that they would just kill them in martial arts films. Because he really does, because they do slow motion, and, and he does like elbows to the top of the head, knees to the top of the head. He, he does some horrible, horrible shit, and they're both really, really fun movies. As a matter of fact, The Protector is the one I like a little bit more because it makes me feel like I'm watching... Tekken, That's right. Video game Tekken. <laughs> there are quite a few fights in that movie yeah. that are straight out of fucking Tekken. So I yeah. got to go with The Protector. Juan?
0: All right. So the basic gist of these, of these two movies, Ong Bak, uh, Tony Ja lives in this, you know, small Thai village and these ruffians come in and chop the head off of the village statue. And, you know, he wants to go and get it back. So he knows one of his village homies that lives in the city, and he's going to go to him and be like, you got to help me find the head for our village because we need it back. And dude's kind of slimy, and he just wants his homie to fight and make money. So he kind of shops him around. The protector, small Thai village, has sacred elephant. Elephant gets snatched. Tony John needs to go and save the elephant. (laughs) lots of ass kicking happens in between Um, and he wins both times he gets the head in the first movie and he gets the elephant in the second movie and yeah it is like watching Tekken in the second movie I mean he even has to go up against a Capoeira dude in a fight scene inside of a church where it's raining it's kind (laughs) of weird (laughs) but they're really awesome movies but you know and Ang Bak as soon as it starts he's kicking ass like in the first 15-20 minutes and you're just like holy shit is this really happening he's like jumping all over the place um, and, yeah, there's, like, elbows flying everywhere and fists fighting you know, all kinds of really fast. And you're like, wow, this is different. Um, it's not like kung fu or karate. This is Thai, like, street Thai fighting. It's really awesome. So um, I want to go with uh, uh, Ong Bak because it was the first one.
2: A Vote for Ong Bak. It's all tied up. Going to you there,
3: Pete.
1: You know, I hate to admit it but um, I have actually never seen either one of these movies also. I've seen a lot of clips. I've seen a lot of clips, and as I recall, there was one where he was fighting these two really huge dudes, and he winds up spearing them with an elephant tusk. I'm assuming that's the protector. Yep. Um, <laughs> and I just remember <laughs> I was so blown away by that scene where he's, we he's just, I mean, these guys are like just huge, just immense, and he just takes them down, and and, and chops him to bits. And uh, i got to go with the Protector.
2: Getting a little elephant love. The Protector moving on into the next round. Yeah. And last fight of the first round. Oh, this was a long first round. Mike, this one is yours. It is Enter the Dragon versus The One.
3: Yeah, it's Enter the Dragon.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, are you, uh, What are you talking about? The one is one of those great movies that has not only Jet Li but Jason Statham. No, you're right. It's it's, it's the one. It's Enter the
0: Dragon. It's Enter the Dragon all day long. Uh, Juan? No, wait, wait, wait. It's got Jason Statham in it. Come on. Well, okay. Whatever. Uh, geek fights. It's geeks. You know. It's time travel. It's you know paradoxes. It's multiple dimensions and universes and coming together. And it's like you know badass kicking happening at the same time. Yeah. No? Were, we're yeah, wh- yeah, I can get to my vote too. <laughs> <Enter> the dragon. <laughs> <laughs> Enter
1: the dragon boat. Pete. Uh I have to admit, it did not take me long once I saw this lineup to determine the outcome on this one because the one fails, the whole purest no digital fights. Uh even though Time Cop kind of did the same thing, but at least the fighting wasn't so digital. As soon as he picked up the motorcycles and tried to smash him Smash himself with it. I was like, okay, no, this is gone. Enter the Dragon, hands is, down.
4: Is it a clean sweep there, Tom? I'm afraid it is. Uh, I saw this matchup, and I felt like I, we were kind of making fun of Jet Lee. That's how overmatched it seemed. Uh, I, I just can't possibly go for the one. I thought it was a, a trash film. Uh, couldn't get into it. And, uh, yeah, I mean, Enter the Dragon, no contest.
2: All right, Enter the Dragon, into the next round in a clean sweep. Uh, we've got Legend of the Drunken Master, 5 Deadly Venoms, Storm Riders, The Karate Kid, Return of the Dragon, Kill and Kill Again, Crouchy Tiger Hidden Dragon, Kung Fu Hustle, Fist of Fury, Blood Sport, The Last Dragon, Kill Bill, Shaolin Soccer, Battle Royale, The Protector, and of course, Enter the Dragon, all into the next round. And we'll be back after these short messages. Hello. Hey, uh, do you have the bracket set up yet for uh, best video game? Uh, Need it so I can, you know, get it ready for recording.
3: Um, almost. I've been kind of preoccupied with another thing.
2: Uh, what kind of other thing?
3: Oh, um, remember when we were recording uh, best Star Trek, and I thought I was in a mirror universe. You're never going to let that go, are you? Uh, well, whatever. I I knew that in some alternate reality, probably one where Michael was killed by his own troops in Vietnam, so he couldn't vote for Clues. Well, Michael was never in Vietnam with a different panel. All good things would have won. So I did some googling and I found out how to make a device that looks into alternate realities. Bullshit. You can't even figure out how to change the colors on our website. No, seriously. Um, I used some lawnmower parts, uh, an old Epson printer, some vacuum tubes, jumper cables, uh, an old soundboard, and the guts from a talking Yoda Furby.
2: An old, that's That was my Yoda Furby. I love that Furby. What, did you construct a mnemonic memory circuit using stone knives and bear skins?
3: Nice. Um, anyway, I, I tried it out, and I found a GeekFights broadcast from an alternate dimension. Uh,
2: uh, podcast. You mean podcast.
3: No, I mean broadcast. Apparently we're huge over there, like world-changing huge. Whatever, you're full of shit, dude. No, seriously, the Show is on all the time. It's probably on right now. Check this out. Uh, listen to this. Let me fire up the machine. What? joining us for this evening's live edition of Duke Fights Extreme, we are of course in the final round. The discussion has been best answered for motion picture, and Michael Foster has just argued for *Ice Pirates* being the best title.
0: You are right, Chris, but this film did go up against fan and critical favorite *The Core*, known for its influence worldwide and celebrated in over 300 languages. Geek logic just used by John Champion fighting for it being a true piece of work, an auteur piece of work, was remarkable. You can see it on Felcher's
3: face. That a poor argument was trying to be something's happening. You guys do
2: realize that the, the plot of
1: the movie is that the core of the earth has stopped spinning, so they have gotta go get in a
4: ship to go to the core. Felcher is not letting it go. And so start the earth? They're, they're trying to remove him from the stage. Yeah. To Michael, please DJ Michael, please stop he DJ Michael Felsher, he says, talking. Michael, please stop. This is unbelievable.
3: Michael Felsher refusing to leave the stage. you,
0: Michael. You know, shit over The lightning silent Fuck you, Michael.
2: Please stop talking.
3: Michael T's was certainly in good form to my Jared. Yeah, <laughs>
2: fucking Acting the whole
0: movie lets you know exactly how bad this is going to end up for her. Mike Ortiz, of course, responsible for the geek logic that ushered
4: in our current era of world peace. She
3: walks around, everyone in his out, and she delivers everything in this movie. She acts like she's got a in her vagina. The entire fucking movie. It is so painful to watch
0: her in this a... He does not want the core to win. You know...
3: I haven't seen him fight like that since he fought for the postman for the best screenplay for a major motion picture. Put your ice over the pool. Pat Robb here. This is me, man. This is of Pat
2: Robb here. she got to do You think that? Uh, Fucking sand where
0: the hell is alive. Sean is
3: about ready to leave the night. And the winner of best sci-fi movie is...
2: Wow, people are want to say this. The uh, winner is, is The Core. Core is the winner of the best
1: sci-fi. You heard it, Chris. Everyone heard it. Oh. The Core. Best science fiction, motion picture ever. Did we step into a fucking weird universe? Let's go to Karen now for Man on the Street. Yes. I'm here with Adam just one the best science fiction movie ever. How do you
4: feel about this?
3: I'm really excited. I got my copy. It's signed by cast and Everything.
4: Your copy? You brought your copy here? This is this a uh, special copy? It's just
3: the regular release is the only one I could find considering how rare it is.
4: because uh, everyone has a copy.
1: It's one not that we can get the man on the street.
3: Days, men shall
1: seek death and shall not find it and they shall desire to die and death shall fly from them
2: that's some pretty fucked up shit right there you
3: save the world
2: i'm no, not so sure you can call it saving the world when we have a 24-hour channel and the core wins best sci-fi movie
3: over ice pirates no less
2: well, no matter what universe, at least I still know the core is core uh, The weirdest part was the Book of Revelation shit at the end. What kind of fucked up universe is that? Oh, no, that was our universe. And we are back, uh, doing what we do almost every week. At least we try to do it every week. We got our geek cred going. Uh, going to you, Juan. Uh, okay. Though- People have heard it before. What is your geek cred? Give us something new if you got anything.
0: Something new, okay. Um, I, I mentioned in the first half that I did take a karate class at the YMCA uh, with Sensei Bobby Peeler. Um, I'm doing my little bow right now. Um, I see him every once in a while in the neighborhood, and he, you know, I still gotta give him his props. Um, <clears throat> I got my son into a little ninjas uh yeah, taekwondo class. Um, no, sorry, taekwondo. And um, I took uh, several years of um, Kung Fu myself later after the karate fiasco. Um, and I really enjoyed a lot of the philosophies and imageries and ideas that are around Kung Fu. And a lot of it has to do with like uh, your mind, where your mind goes, and what you can visualize and what you can believe yourself capable of doing. And so, kind of watching the movies really gave me a lot of uh, inspiration for you know, what I was doing in the classes, and it was really cool, and uh, I really enjoyed it, and um, I foster geeklings, so I guess I'm kind of like a gardener of geekness, I run a computer lab in the public school, and I have them all typing up stuff like I Cthulhu, written by Neil Gaiman, and looking up, like, you know, Thor trailers, and, you know, comic book references differences left and right for the scavenger hunts to teach them how to use the internet so i'm creating more geeks as i go and on a special note my son woke me up on saturday watching doctor who and not just any doctor who he was watching chris eccleston all right from beginning so there you go
2: there we go uh pete
1: uh well i've uh Studied uh, from a very young age. My dad was a musician, and he was really into Eastern philosophies, so we would have to do yoga every night. I've taken uh, judo and aikido. Um, I recently found out that I thought I I had mentioned on a uh, previous show that I was a second-generation geek because my dad uh, raised me on comic books. And I guess you could actually uh, go one step further and say I'm a third-generation geek. I recently found out that my 80-year-old grandmother used to love Star Trek The Next Generation and Xena, and her favorite character was Worf, which was quite surprising to me. So uh, it uh, geekness runs in my family.
2: All right. And Tom... <clears throat>
4: Well, uh, geekiness runs in my family a little bit, too, in a different way, though. Uh, my parents were kind of both uh, hippies, so I went to my first Grateful Dead concert when I was 12 years old, uh, and have kind of been raced on that side of things ever since. Uh, I have a very geeky occupation working in home media, which is about the geekiest side of the film business you can get, uh... I uh, can probably tell you more about horror films than most people would care to admit without being accused of being a sociopath of sorts. And uh, I used to win a lot at laser tag in high school, and that's what I did in high school. I played a lot of laser tag. And uh, and uh, I just took a picture with the uh, Green Hornet car. I was extremely excited about it, even though nobody really seemed to care. <laughs> <laughs> That's it is a cool car it is a cool car <laughs> it's a very cool car and and this one had the rockets on the front and everything so oh. i was i was extremely happy <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right well that's geek cred and we're jumping back into our fights right now uh we've got legend of the drunken master versus five deadly Venoms and um and I, st- I love I love Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan is the shit. Even though he's made a lot of shitty American films, he made a lot a lot of great films in the in the eighties, seventies. And he did all of his own stunts. I I used to love the the outtakes at the end of the movies where, oh, at this point, this is where Jackie broke his leg, this is where he broke his shoulder, this is where he broke this and that. And I believe he's broken every bone in his body at least twice, something ridiculous like that. So I gotta go with Legend of Drunken Master. Uh, Juan?
0: Well, you know, Five Deadly Venoms is the Shaw Brothers. It's classic Shaw Brothers kung fu mastery. Um, And... it, It... it's slight on the dialogue, but it's really great on the action, and I'm going to go with Five Deadly Venoms. No for- no, no offense to Jackie Chan.
2: That's fine.
0: Five Deadly Venoms. i vote for Five Deadly Venoms. Pete.
1: Well, you do know that where he got the whole outtake idea from, don't you? Nope. Uh, that was from when he was working on the Cannonball Run movies over here in his first attempt to make it <laughs> into uh, American audiences. But he saw the uh, outtake really trailer attempt, for though? that. Yes, it, it was an attempt. Yes. It was an attempt. Um, and it failed. However, he got the idea for doing the outtakes from the Cannonball Run movies because that's what they did at the end of that movie. And it, So it's been since, what, Cannonball Run 1982 that he started doing that. His earlier movies they did not do that on. Um, that being said, I have to say I think he is one hell of a nice guy. I actually have an action figure that I had gotten signed by Jackie Chan proudly displayed in my office um i i went to a radio station he was doing an appearance at and i was like the only one who showed up i was surprised and uh he came out and the the guys from the radio station were like oh no he's not going to be doing any signings and next thing i know his photographer is up next to the fence going would you like to get that autographed i was like yeah oh yeah so he ran it over jackie signed it for me he looked at me he bowed he waved and uh, I ran away screaming like a little girl. I have never been, <laughs> I have never, I have never, I've, I've met a lot of famous people. I go to a lot of the conventions. I've never been starstruck. For me, Jackie Chan was the starstruck moment. I tried taking pictures. They came out all blurry because my hands were shaking so much. So Legend of Drunken Master goes on for me.
2: A uh, vote for Legend of Drunken Master. Uh, one.
0: Yes. I already oh, voted. Oh,
2: sorry. Tom.
4: Uh, it's a tough call because, uh, I'm ashamed to admit it. I've actually fired Devon Dynams all the way through. Like, sit down and watch it from beginning, middle, and end. Although, if you count the number of times I've seen bits and pieces of it, you could probably piece together the full film. Uh, oh, I I've oh, Master. I know, that, that is terrible. And I feel like if, I did that. I could probably in good conscience vote for the five deadly battles to advance. However, I've seen Drunken Master, uh, God knows how many times, so I am going to have to give it up for Jackie Chan and cast a vote for him.
2: All right, and Mike.
3: Um, yeah, Jackie Chan.
2: A vote for Jackie Chan. <laughs> Jackie Chan, drunk as hell, moving on. We're on <laughs> to our next fight. Juan, this is yours. It is Storm Riders versus the Karate Kid.
0: daniel um, Danielson gets my votes. Karate Kid. A vote for the Karate Kid. Pete?
1: Um, you know, Karate Kid beat out Dragon, and I thought Dragon was a much better movie, so fuck the Karate Kid. I'm going
4: Storm Riders.
2: A vote for Storm Riders. Tom?
4: Uh, I'm going to go with Karate Kid because I had the opportunity to go back to Karate Kid. I'm going to throw out a recommendation uh, for, again, my man William Babcock uh, did a music video for a song called Sweep the Leg. Uh, if nobody's ever seen it, Google it, check it out. He directed <laughs> it, and he reprises his role as Johnny in it. It is amazing. Uh, vote for Karate Kid.
2: All right, Sweep the Leg. Mike?
3: Uh, yeah, I'm going to stick with the Karate Kid because it has Elizabeth Shoe in it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, it does. But
2: Riders has Andy Lau. Andy Lau has 60 films to his name. They are <laughs> amazing. If you, I'm not joking. You don't know him here in America. But seriously, go out and find any Andy Lau movie. Any Andy Lau movie. Gangster. Uh, fantasy. Uh, he does it all. He does it all. So I'm going to go with Riders. But the Karate Kid is moving on. Next fight is yours, Pete. It is the return of the dragon versus Kill and Kill Again.
1: Oh, you know when it comes down to it, I got to go with Bruce. Return of the Dragon.
4: A vote for Return of the Dragon, Tom. How could you not go for Bruce? Uh, return of the Dragon for sure.
2: Another vote for Return of the Dragon, Mike.
3: Hmm. Yeah, I think I'll have to. Uh, I'll have to agree with them.
2: Another vote for Return of the Dragon. Um, kill and Kill Again. I'm going to give a vote to Kill and Kill Again. One.
0: Uh, Some people wear Superman pajamas. Superman wears Chuck Norris pajamas. <laughs> I'm going with Return of the Dragon.
2: A vote for Return of the Dragon. <laughs> just so he can make more Chuck Norris jokes. Okay. Oh, yeah. it's fine. Uh, Tom, this one is yours. It is Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon versus Kung Fu Hustle.
4: Well, you all know where I lie with this one. Uh, it's <laughs> got to be Kung Fu Hustle. Uh, Crouching Tiger put me to sleep. Uh, I did not enjoy it. Uh, and again, so overhyped to me. Everybody got me so excited to see that movie. I went to the theater, and I just I, I, I couldn't stand it. Uh, you know, And normally, all the ingredients that I would feel would make a good film just let me down. Can't vote for it to advance. Both Steven Chow.
2: All right. Vote for Kung Fu Hustle, Mike.
3: Uh I I'm going to stick with Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon. Uh, it's on this list. Uh it's the only the only movie that I've got an action figure from.
2: All right. Um I think I'm going to stick with Kung Fu. Uh, well, not stick with. Um yeah, I'm going to stick with Kung Fu Hustle. Uh, I do like Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon. Uh it's an Academy Award winning film. It's a beautiful film. Uh it launched a couple careers of a, a few people. But uh Kung Fu Hustles, Kung Fu Hustle. And and had uh I think uh Brian mentioned this before, had uh Stephen Chow been just a little bit younger, he would have been uh Cato in the recent uh Green Hornet movie and it would have been awesome. But Kung Fu Hustle gets a vote for me. Juan.
0: Um, I have all of the action figures from Crouch and Tiger Hidden Dragon and I still have the movie poster hanging upstairs. Um Hey, thanks for those action figures by the way, Mike. <laughs> um, <laughs> and um, Kung Fu Hustle was a really awesome movie and I really liked it a lot, I, I enjoyed it but Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon is uh, going to get my vote, it's awesome
2: oh. Crouching Tiger gets a vote it's all tied up, coming down to you Pete
0: wow
1: I'm stunned okay um, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon was um, Chai Yun-Fat, wasn't it?
0: Yeah. yes it was, and Zhang uh, Ziyi
1: and the, uh, the figure you have, Mike, is that the uh, Limu Bai figure? Yep. I have that one, too. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon goes on.
2: A vote for Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, and Kung Fu Hustle goes down. Next fight is yours, Mike. It is Fists of Fury versus Bloodsport.
3: Yeah, I don't think really there's any contest this time. <laughs> uh, I, could, I could give uh, Vondam down his props for a second, but not here. Fists of Fury. A vote for Fist of Fury.
2: Really? Really? Uh the what is it? The Belgian bomber or whatever his name is? Um Yeah, it's it's gotta be, it's gotta be. Gotta be, Jean Claude Van Damme. You know why? Because Fist of Legends should have gone on, goddammit. It's a great movie. <laughs> Fuck you guys.
0: It's a remake.
2: I don't care. Bloodsport.
0: <laughs> why? I'm going I'm going with Fist of Fury. Because, you know, Bloodsport was cool and stuff, and Van Damme's got, you know, the movie was right. With well, Fist of Fury is where it's at, man. It's Bruce Lee.
2: All right. Uh, Pete.
0: You know, I have to go
1: with Van Damme just for one reason. That is, otherwise it's going to be fucking Bruce Lee against Bruce Lee. And do I want to spend the last two hours of my life going through... What every other frickin' best martial arts movie count- countdown has been basically Bruce Lee, Bruce Lee, Bruce Lee. So I'm just going to come down Let's-
0: to the Chuck Norris factor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bloodsport. Sorry, sorry, I didn't mean. I didn't mean- interrupt, interrupt uh, you. I'm sorry. A
2: vote for Bloodsport. It's all tied up. Coming down to you, there, Tom.
4: You know, that's an interesting argument, and it may actually have swayed me. Uh, I'm kind of looking at this bracket, and, you know, we could very easily wind up with uh, three Bruce Lees in the final four, and that's just kind of fun, and if I'm going to really break this down, I agree with you, Damon, that uh, Fist of Legend probably should have advanced, and Van Damme's big name, I believe, is the muscles from Brussels, so I'm going to uh, give it up for Van Damme, and I'm going to put Bloodsport in the next round.
3: Blood sport? Ooh. Moving on. Yeah, I think okay. Belgian bomber is a sexual position. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> on to the it's, next fight. It, It's the reverse of the dirty Sanchez. Oh. How do you reverse the dirty Sanchez? Yeah, really? How do you? Is that that's where, where she? That's where she does it to the guy instead of the guy doing it to the girl. <laughs>
2: (laughs) girl can't do it because the girl doesn't have a Pete. Never mind. Alright, next fight. It is Last Dragon versus Kill Bill. And, um... I'm going to go with Kill Bill again. Kill Bill. Juan?
0: Um... Yeah. Kill Bill.
1: Vote for Kill Bill. Pete? You know, I... I really liked Kill Bill, but I'm going with The Last Dragon just for the cheese factor and that whole theme song. You possess the power of the glow. Last <laughs> Dragon.
2: A vote oh. for Last Dragon. Tom?
4: Just because I want to see it going tied up over the mic here, uh, I'm going to go with Last Dragon, too. Uh, I I love Kill Bill, and I hate to vote against QT, but, um, you know, like I said, all the aforementioned things and the bad guy, Eddie Arcadian. What a great bad guy name, Last Dragon.
1: I vote for
2: Last Dragon. My name is Chuck, and I like to party. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Mike, it's all tied up coming down to you.
3: Yeah, well, unless that Kill Bill DVD has come out in the last few minutes, uh, I have to vote for Last Dragon.
2: And Last Dragon is moving on. Kill Bill goes down in a heap. And we're on to our next fight, Juan. It's yours. It is Shaolin Soccer versus Battle Royale.
0: Okay. I've seen Shaolin Soccer. I have not seen Battle Royale. Battle Royale sounds really, really cool. Shaolin Soccer was a lot of fun. I'm going to go with Shaolin Soccer.
2: A vote for Shaolin Soccer. Pete?
1: Uh, You know, I I have to uh, agree with Juan on this one. I thought it was a a very entertaining film. The Battle Royale, I I, I don't even think the copy I have has subtitles, if I recall correctly. Um, So i got to go Shaolin Soccer.
2: A vote for Shaolin Soccer. Tom?
4: Yeah, I agree. Since I've seen Shaolin Soccer and I did enjoy the film a great deal. I've not seen Battle Royale. Again, agree. Sounds really cool. I uh, would love to see it. I haven't seen it yet. Got to give it up for Shaolin Soccer.
2: Shaolin Soccer gets another vote, Mike.
3: You know, as much as I would like to vote for the uh movie that is more fun, um, I think we definitely need a, a good representation of that on here. Uh, I. I think we need a better representation of murderous children, so I'm voting for Battle Royale.
2: A vote for (laughs) Battle Royale. Yes, very much so, murderous children. And seriously, the fucking title tells it all. It's not called School Kids Go and Hang Out. It's called Battle Fucking Royale, because that's what it is. I'm giving it a vote, but I think it's going to go down here. Nobody's going to save it. Shaolin Soccer is moving on. And Pete, this one is yours. It is The Protector versus Enter the Dragon.
1: Um, okay, uh, this is the one time where I will vote against Bruce Lee just because we already have him represented. And I think Tony Jaa needs some love. The Protector.
2: All right, that's, that's a sa- sad, sad argument there, sir.
1: <laughs> yes, I know.
4: A
2: vote for The Protector.
4: Tom? I voted against Bruce Lee once. I won't do it again, especially when it comes down to End of the Dragon and my man John Saxon. Uh, and I haven't seen the protector, so i got to go with End of the Dragon. I'll vote
2: for End of the Dragon.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm changing my vote. I forgot that was one with Saxon, and I absolutely love John Saxon. And not only did it have Saxon, but it also had... Um... Oh, I can't remember the other guy's name. Okay. kill I- Kelly. Jim Kelly, that's Jim right. Ke- he was in that one too. So oh, yeah, uh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Easy. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Enter the dragon has two votes now.
3: Mike, uh, I'll, I'll give uh, I'll give Ang Bak, uh, a, a pity vote because I'm pretty sure it's going to go down here.
2: Ungbach uh, did not even make it out of the first oh, round. The protector,
3: protector. The protector.
2: <laughs> even
3: worse. I'll still give it a pity vote.
2: A pity vote. I am oh. not giving it a pity vote. I'm giving it a, an actual vote, whereas I would rather watch The Protector right now than End the Dragon. Nothing against End of the Dragon. It's a great film, and without End of the Dragon, you don't have Tony Jaa, uh, Jet Li, you know, all the, the Asian explosion, the kung fu explosion that happens without that movie. That movie it makes it great to watch it, but The Protector is so much fucking fun. It's an elephant. He he rides an elephant for half the movie, and then he fights on an elephant skeleton. An elephant skeleton, and he beats guys up with elephant, elephant bones, and then he's always hitting people on the top of their head with his elbow, and I love that shit. So I'm voting for the protector, <laughs> goddammit. It's all tied up. Coming to you, Juan. Ooh.
0: Um, Enter the Dragon was a really um, boring... Bruce Lee movie. I'm sorry. I know it was Bruce Lee and it was awesome stuff. Uh, Everything leading up to the mirror fight and the claw that dude put on with the blades. I mean, he's a cheesy bad guy. He ain't got no kung fu skills and he gave Bruce Lee a run for his money. Please. Um, The Protector was not some action and it was really thrilling and exhilarating. I really liked it, even though I voted for Ong Bak against it, but The Protector is an awesome movie. I am voting for The Protector.
2: And the Protector
3: gets the I'm win. I'm
0: changing my vote. Are you kidding? Oh, Come you on. fucking
3: bastard. I gave it I a pity it. vote. I hate <laughs> you so much.
0: Seriously. Serial man. Uh, O-G. <laughs> you know,
2: I'm a dirty still, rat.
3: Dude, I didn't even know that the movie moved on. I replaced it with Ong Bak in my own mind.
2: <laughs> I, know, I know. But uh, uh, next to, uh, from now on, pity votes count. No <laughs> <laughs> okay, pity votes, but we're on to our next fight, Tom. This is for a spot in the final four. So close, so close. It is Legend of Drunken Master versus the Karate Kid.
4: Um, this one's really, really tough. Uh, Especially looking at the other side of the bracket, I'm very pleased to kind of guess that we might, between Karate Kid and The Last Dragon, have a representation of the American side of martial arts somewhere on this list. Uh, I do think Drunken Master is a better film. My heart is kind of with Drunken Master, but I've written Karate Kid this far. I'm going to cast it a vote. Karate Kid.
2: A vote for Karate Kid. Mike?
4: Yeah, I'm going to stick with... Uh...
3: With Karate Kid, I mean, I, I th- this is one instance where I have to go with uh, with the thing that, that had an impact on my childhood.
2: All right, a vote for the Karate Kid, and, and the Karate Kid sure as shit had an impact on my childhood. I remember writing a book report for the Karate Kid book by reading the, well, watching the movie, and then just writing a book report about the movie, and my teacher didn't call me on it at all. Like, they didn't, like, at that point I realized... Teachers don't actually really read book reports at all. They don't really care, so I just started faking them. So um, I'm going to vote for the Karate Kid just for that one.
0: Um, no, I can't vote for the Karate Kid. I'm sorry. Legend of the Drunken Master is a classic martial arts movie, and I think that Jackie Chan did a great job on that movie and many others. But I think that that one is one of the best ones. Um, so I'm going to go with Legend of Drunken Master.
2: Uh, Vote for Legend of the Drunken Master.
0: And
1: Pete. Uh, Yeah, I have to agree with Juan. The Karate Kid was, you know, yeah, it got me going when I was in high school, and uh, yeah, it it, it had an effect on my childhood and everything, but you know what? Jackie Chan is the shit, and I cannot vote against Jackie, so Legend of the Drunken Master for me.
2: Uh, Vote for Legend of the Drunken Master, but the Karate Kid is moving on. Into Fuck the you, final Johnny Russo. four, <laughs> Johnny Russo.
0: I said Daniel Russo.
2: Daniel Russo, sorry. Uh, next fight, Mike. This one is yours. It is Return of the Dragon or Way of the Dragon versus Crouching Tiger, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon.
3: Um, I will stick with Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon.
2: Uh, vote for Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon on this one. Uh, one.
0: Okay, when the boogeyman goes to sleep, he checks his closet for Chuck Norris. <laughs> 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 but I'm voting for Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. <laughs> oh, Yun-Fan... <Okay. laughs> Michelle Yo, Zhang Ziyi, there was a really great cast, I, and I really love that movie. So I
2: especially. forgot about Michelle Yeoh, the female Jackie Chan. Yep. Uh, uh, Tom, I'm oh, sorry, Pete.
0: Um,
1: yeah, I can't, uh, I can't go vote for Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon over Chuck yeah. Norris and Bruce Lee. I, I got to go Return of the Dragon, even though I know it doesn't make a difference at this
2: point. A vote for Return of the Dragon and Tom.
4: Unless I can place somebody's vote because, my God, we are potentially looking at a Final Four. We are looking at a Final Four that will not have Chuck Morris or Bruce Lee represented. And Return of the Dragon is a great film. It is classic. I feel like it does deserve to be there, not only because of those icons that are in it, but because of the movie itself. I would go with Return of the Dragon.
2: All right. But Crouchy Tiger Hidden Dragon is
3: moving Wait, on. So we, we don't, we're not going to have Bruce Lee?
2: Yeah, we will. We are, yeah,
3: we do. I was gonna say.
2: Yeah, enter the dragon g- made it because you changed. Oh,
4: that's right. That's right. I forgot about that one. Okay,
2: yeah. it's still in here. Uh, next fight is Bloodsport versus the Last Dragon for a spot in the final four. <laughs> really? <laughs> really? <laughs> really? <laughs> like I, for,
0: uh, you know, are you cereal? Uh,
2: you know what? I am going to vote for Bloodsport because <laughs> what? Why the fuck not? Van Damme. (laughs) Seriously, if it wasn't for Van Damme and Steven fucking Seagal, martial art films would have died in this country. Because they're it for like a good ten years. And I'm voting for Bloodsport for a different movie. I'm voting for it for Raul Julia's last film, which is Street Fighter. (laughs) Which is also a great Jean-Claude Van Damme movie. So my vote goes to Bloodsport.
0: Juan? Uh, I'm going to vote for The Last Dragon on this one. Yeah. Show enough. Show uh, enough. <laughs> Pete?
1: Well, you know, I got it this far, but at this point, I think I have to hop off the bandwagon, and I, I got to go with Bloodsport. I just thought it was a better movie overall. A <laughs>
4: vote for Bloodsport. All right, Tom. I love that we could have a Karate Kid Last Dragon final. That would be hilarious. Uh, And I I, I (laughs) I honestly... uh, (laughs) I would. um, I I can't with all the kitsch that's in the film. uh, Last Dragon is like a dream you'd have, less so than it is a movie. I've got to put it through, if only for its ambition and everything about it being memorable. And again, one more factoid about it, Ernie Reyes Jr., eight years old, kicking ass with uh, Bruce Lee right at the end of the film, Last Dragon.
2: Last Dragon gets a vote. Mike, it's all tied up. Coming down to you.
3: Wow. Um, unless I miss my guess. <laughs> Bloodsport? Wasn't that also the name of like a crappy image comic from the 80s or from the 90s? Uh, I don't think so. Um, oh, no, that's actually a crappy DC comic. So I'll... Uh, I'll vote for the last dragon because of that.
2: Oh, vote for the last dragon. Last dragon moving into the final 4. And for our final spot in the final 4, this is actually a sli- this is a difficult fight. It is Shaolin Soccer versus Enter the Dragon. And one, that one's yours.
0: Um, well, Bruce Lee is awesome and stuff, but I still think Enter the Dragon was boring. I really had fun watching Shaolin Soccer, so I'm sticking with Shaolin Soccer.
2: A vote for Shaolin Soccer.
1: Pete? Uh, Yeah, I got to go with uh, the old standard because if it wasn't for Enter the Dragon, you wouldn't have a Shaolin Soccer. Uh, So I got to go with Enter the Dragon.
2: Uh, A vote for Enter the Dragon. You would have had Shaolin Soccer. That's a movie that was made in China. Like they still made that movie, we just got to see it later.
4: Uh, yeah, we would have never seen it.
2: Maybe, uh, Tom.
4: We got to have a Bruce Lee presence in the final four. I'm going to go with uh, Enter the Dragon.
2: A vote for Enter the Dragon,
4: Mike. Yeah, if Bruce Lee is not in the fi-
3: if yeah if, if Bruce Lee is not in the final four of this, we will lose all of our listeners.
2: <laughs> a vote for Enter the Dragon. <sighs> I'm voting for Shaolin Soccer. Although Enter the Dragon has already moved on, I, I am going to vote for Shaolin Soccer. The eggs, the making the rice balls, mm-hmm. uh, the 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 super kick that that tears that makes the guy naked, and <laughs> and in the American version he's wearing like you know what do you call those things speedo shorts trunks underneath his his uniform And the. In the Chinese version, when he kicks that ball, it it kicks and goes past him and it rips all of his clothing off. And he's just standing there butt-ass naked. And I love that. That movie's great. It's funny. It's got all kinds of great special effects. I like special effects in my martial arts. But it looks like Enter the Dragon is moving on because of these crotchety old fucks we've got on the show. Apparently. Enter the Dragon into the Final Four. And we've got our Final Four. It's the Karate Kid versus Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, and the Last Dragon versus Enter the Dragon. <laughs> and, Pete, this fight is yours. It is Karate Kid versus Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon.
1: I was going to say, wow, three of them have a dragon in the title. Yeah. Um Fuck Daniel Russo. I got to go Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. <laughs>
2: crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Tom
4: fuck
3: the wire Kung Fu I've gotta go Karate Kid well, God, I hope
4: Crouching Tiger doesn't make it <laughs> <laughs> Mike um, this this
3: this is one of the toughest ones for me and um, I, I, I really want to go Crouching Tiger it's it's a, a better movie I think but uh, you know Daniel's son has done me no wrong so far so I'll stick with him
2: uh, vote for Karate Kid The Karate Kid made me think I knew karate from watching The Karate Kid, and I got my ass beat.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was waiting for one of those stories.
2: Fuck you, Karate Kid. (laughs) Fuck you and your fucking ass. My vote goes to Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, because I know I can't fly. It's all tied up. Coming down to you there, Juan.
0: Best martial arts film. Martial arts. There's more martial arts in Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon than there is in the Karate Kid. And I like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon way better than Karate Kid. And, you know, the option being, like, you know, the scenario being, if you're flipping through the channels on cable, you see the Karate Kid listed, and then you see Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, me, I'm going to watch Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. So there's my vote.
2: And Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon is into the finals. On to our next fight. Tom, this one is yours. It is the last dragon, show enough versus sure, enter the you know. versus enter the dragon
4: i would i would love to keep riding this horse all the way to the championship game, but I just kind of know in my heart of hearts a it's not going to make it and b even if it does with this crew, it has no shot to dismount <laughs> crouching tiger, so I have to go with the most formidable opponent for crouching tiger and go with Enter the dragon
2: a vote for enter the dragon mike
3: yeah i'll I'll have to agree with that i mean we we get some weird. Geek logic runs every now and again, but uh, by the time you get to the end, you're supposed to come up with real contenders. So, end of the dragon. I
2: vote for end of the dragon. Fuck Fucking the dragon. I'm voting on spite here. Not only did it take (laughs) out Protector, it took out Shaolin Soccer. two, Two of my favorite films. So, fuck. Enter the dragon in its fucking ass. <laughs> no, you know what? No, no, no. Fuck! Enter the dragon in his goddamn pee hole. That's way more painful. <laughs> Mike to slash Dragon showing up.
0: Showed up. <laughs> um. Okay, the argument that we need to have a Bruce Lee presence. Kind of pisses me off a little bit because, yeah, he was really awesome, really awesome martial artist, Jeet Kune Do made some really great movies, really influential movies, and all that, but I mean, he doesn't have to be there; there' you know cinema progresses, the genre progresses and changes, and it's defined by different aspects of it, you know, yes, he was a great icon, and yes, he made great movies, or yes, he was a great martial artist again, but it doesn't mean that it has to be one of the all time bests. Um, just because he started it, you know, somebody else could have, could have done it better. Um, I think Tony Jaw is a very exciting martial artist, martial artist, rather. Um, but I, I can't really vote for The Last Dragon either in this sense. Uh, I know, well, I mean, you know, with enough, and then, you know, like his whole medallion thing being actually like a belt buckle kind of a thing. That was funny. And dude walking around like a coolie in, in New York, you know, with his hat and everything. Um, I'm sorry. I, I, I got to go with End of the Dragon
2: a vote for enter the dragon and pete
1: you know Juan, if you were if you were going through that to to, and voted for the last dragon i was going to say wait a minute you're saying it doesn't have to start i'm i'm saying that i went with enter Enter the 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 dragon pinnacle of it i was i was gonna i was gonna have i was gonna fight you on that one i was gonna start it the last dragon is the pinnacle I will no, give there are some fantastic movies out, there, but <laughs> The Last Dragon is not what I would call a fantastic movie. It's a no, fun no, no. cheesy movie. Right,
0: right. But you know, and, and between those two, between The Last Dragon and End of the Dragon, I am going to choose Enter the Dragon. But the argument that Enter the Dragon has to be in there because of Bruce Lee needing to have a presence in our final final match, I think, was kind of ridiculous. But that's just me. So anyway, I, I, I voted for Enter the Dragon anyway. See, um, sorry. Pete. For me, for me, it was Bruce
1: Lee, I mean, let's face it, I don't know who wasn't, at least around my age, Bruce Lee is all we freaking had. We didn't have Jackie Chan, we didn't have the Five Venoms, we didn't have anybody else. Bruce Lee is what got us in in, interested in martial arts movies. Enter the Dragon, for sure.
2: Alright, a vote for Enter the Dragon, and Enter Dragon is in the finals. It's Crouchy Tiger, Hidden Dragon, versus... Enter the Dragon, both films have dragon in it. I'm going to take this one. My vote goes to Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon because it put martial arts films back on the map here in the States. Plain and simple. Enter the Dragon put martial arts films on on, on the map for Americans in general, but people forgot about it because it became a lame, calm, do the same movie over and over kind of thing. And and they're like, "Uh, well, I'm kind of done with it. Why would I watch a martial arts film? Whereas now, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon comes around, and and now you've got movies like Hero and Fearless and other films that come out because Americans are willing to watch those movies with the subtitles on screen undubbed. I love that. So I'm going to go with Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Juan? Juan?
0: I'm also going to go with Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. It was a really great movie. Not only did it have hand-to-hand combat, they had weapons, they had different scenes, they had different areas, they had different skill levels, and it was a a unique story. It's not a story that has been done and overdone and recooked and rehashed and remade in 50 different languages. I think that it was a really great martial arts movie, regardless of wire work. Um, I think that it was a really great movie, and wire work requires a lot of skill anyway. I'm just saying. So Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon's got my vote. A
2: vote for Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon.
1: Pete, uh, you know I disagree. I mean, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon didn't come out until like what two thousand, and there was interest in martial arts movies before it came out. So it didn't re-stimulate really martial arts. What it did was it stimulated a a new genre of the fantasy martial art. I I, I would I would I would give it that. However. um... Again, the purist in me, I have to say, the wire work, the CGI, blah, blah, blah. I got to go with Enter the Dragon.
2: A vote for Enter the Dragon. Tom?
4: Well, a movie I love between a movie I don't like, Uh, this one is uh, a pretty easy call, uh, Enter the Dragon.
2: A vote for Enter the Dragon. Mike, we're at the end of the episode. It's all tied up, and it's your decision. Which one is the best martial arts movie of all time?
3: (sighs) Uh, the irony of the person who knows the least about martial arts movies making the final choice, um, but despite that, uh, I am familiar with with both of these movies, uh, and I think I can I can make some some fair judgment here, and I'm going to vote for Enter the Dragon, even though I like. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. More, I enjoy it more. Um, I think it's a better movie, but I don't know that it's a better martial arts movie. Somehow, picking that just sort of feel it, it. just sort of feels wrong. It's like that's that that is kind of a blending of so many other things. I mean, it is not just a fantasy movie. It's strangely an art house martial arts movie. Um, it's a, a serious drama martial arts movie. It's an Academy Award nominee martial arts movie. And that just seems a little a little impure somehow, if that makes any sense. Academy
2: uh, Award winner, by the way.
3: Which is, well, it didn't win mm. Best Picture or anything.
2: It won Best Foreign Film.
3: Yeah, but that's not a real award.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> and, Mind you, uh, to The Dragon had the tournament in it, but there wasn't really a whole lot of tournament fighting. I'm just saying, there was a lot of dope stuff and hallucinogenic scenes in that well, like, movie.
3: Like that's gonna make me change my mind.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I know, but you you mentioned best martial but arts. But it
3: just, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's. in that movie. It's entirely a a kind of a gut reaction, and my gut reaction is Enter the Dragon.
2: Always go with your gut, and Enter the Dragon is the winner of the best martial arts film. Although I disagree heartily, but that's fine. I'd like to thank everybody for listening. i also like to thank our guests for joining us. Does, hey. anybody, does anybody have anything they'd like to plug, uh, Juan? No, I'm good, thanks. Nothing from Juan. Pete? Uh, yeah, not today. <laughs> Nothing from Pete. Tom, do you have anything?
4: Uh. I just saw The Right the other day, and I thought it was a very good exorcism film if you're into that side of the horror movie genre, so go see The Right.
2: (laughs) All right, go see The Right. I would also like to thank Mania.com for having an awesome geek site. For all things Trek, look no further than communicate.com and their sweetness podcast, if you haven't listened to it yet. I've said it a bunch of times, Life After Trek. For all your DVD needs, check out dvdgeeks.tv. And uh, special thanks goes to Karen and uh, for being our web presence. If you're talking to us on Facebook or Twitter, it's usually Karen. Every now and again, it's me. And actually, Mike did answer something on Facebook uh, a few weeks ago. I was like, wait, that's Mike, because nothing is capitalized. That's how you can tell. He doesn't capitalize anything when he types in. So every now and again, Mike does it, but mostly it's Karen and of course, Jared Formby for the pimped out intros he creates. You can read his blog, Hey Star Trek, at HeyStarTrek.net. Mike?
3: You can find me on the Zod Complex podcast at ZodComplex.com. You can find us at GeekFights.net. You can email us at GeekFights at Gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter. We are GeekFights. Or become a fan on Facebook. And uh, there's one other place you can find us uh, in the near future. Where would that be, Mike? Uh, Well, we are, at least Damon and I and a few other people from... Uh, from the show, are going to be attending uh, the C2E2 convention, the Chicago Comics and Entertainment Expo. We don't have a table there or anything like that. We're not setting up. We are attending, but we are planning on recording uh, at least one episode while we're there. So if you're interested in uh, and you're going to C2E2 and you would like to just hang out and record one with us live, not over Skype, uh, let us know and we will uh, we will hook it up. We will include you. It'll be awesome.
2: But don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes, the Zoom network, and subscribe to us on both. So, you know, know, when we put it up at, like, 1 in the morning, or actually sometimes earlier, depending on what time zone you're in, uh, you'll have it immediately. And if you'd like to join us on the panel, all it really takes is a headset, Skype, a phone, uh, a talking computer that can talk for you if you have no voice. It doesn't really matter. That's all it takes to join the Legion of Geeks. Our upcoming battles are, let's see, we've got best video game next week. And after that is Heroes versus Villains. It's going to be awesome. Until next time, everybody, keep fighting the geek fight. Good night.
0: Chuck Norris counted to infinity twice. (laughs) I like
2: that you were saving that one. For
0: the
2: side-off,
4: the side-off line.
0: Chuck Norris was in all six Star Wars movies as The Force. (laughs) God,
2: you know, I never remember them, but I always remember that they're funny. Like, well, clever.
0: Chuck Norris will never have a heart attack. His heart isn't nearly foolish enough to attack him. (laughs) Do you have a list in front of you or something? I do. Chuck Norris can light a fire by rubbing two ice cubes together.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Chuck Norris can strangle you with a cordless phone.
0: (laughs) Chuck Norris is the only man to punch a cyclops between the eyes. (laughs) What? (laughs) What?
3: When Chuck, Lor- when Chuck Norris looks at himself in a mirror, there is no reflection. There can be only one Chuck Norris.
0: <laughs> Contrary to popular belief, Chuck Norris cannot fly. He jumps and chooses when to come down. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck
3: Norris once kicked a horse in the chin. Its descendants are known today as giraffes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, Chuck Norris once got bit by a rattlesnake After three days of pain and agony The rattlesnake died
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well okay Mike Um, Yeah got a Got
2: a little bonus for you Uh, Yeah what's that uh, you know how last week I was like, "Hey, you know, daring people to write Damon and the Weasley Twin slash fiction." Yeah,
3: I kind of I thought I remembered warning you not to do that because well, we would well, get some.
2: Yeah, but because nobody ever does anything, I was like, "Ah, fuck it, they're not going to do it." Well, uh, my ex-roommate Anthony heard heard the call and he was like, "I'll do it." And uh, well, he's written a quite an elegant uh, elegant tale.
3: Oh lord! So, uh, so yeah, this will probably wind up on some Harry Potter websites. Actually, if it doesn't, I'm going to submit it to some Harry Potter websites.
2: I dear lord! I hope we're,
3: we're going to get so many hits out of this. <laughs> that will be so sad. All these, all these women going. Who's this Damon character in all this Slash?
2: Oh, God.
3: I yeah, because, I mean, does he get it on with any black guys in any Slash fiction in Harry Potter? Are there any black people in the Harry Potter universe? Uh, just like everything else that
2: takes place in England, there's only one or two. Okay, so yeah.
3: You're introducing the Slash to, uh, to a whole new audience.
2: Uh, yes, yes. But anyway, without further ado, I will read this. I'm very, very embarrassed to do so. I'm not very good at reading either. I'm slightly illiterate. So uh, here we go. Uh, Damon and the Weasley twins. Hold on. What?
3: I think it really begins one line before that.
2: No, no. (laughs) I'm not reading that line. Okay. (laughs) Written by request for
3: Damon. The important thing is by request because you asked for this.
2: Yes, I did ask for it. Uh, the title of it is Damon and the Weasley Twins slash fiction: The Dangers of Butterbeer, by Anthony a- Anthony Valenta. Uh, Draco set for the frothy mug, da- <laughs> frothy mug down in front of Damon, giving him a wink and flashing a wry smile. Here, it's on me. Damon looked curiously at the mug before arching an eyebrow at Draco. What's in it, Malfoy? Butterbeer. "'With a little bit of pumpkin juice,' replied Draco. "'Oh, no. Last time I had that, all sorts of crazy stuff went down,' Damon exclaimed. "'Like what, Damon?' "'Well, you know the Weasley twins?' Damon continued without waiting for Draco to answer. "'Well, I stumbled out of the three broomsticks after having a pint of butterbeer and pumpkin juice. "'Now, it was good, mind you, but I was clearly drunk.' I'm fairly sure I felt up Madame Madame Rosemurda and was kicked out. But it could have been Hagrid, I felt up. I'm not sure. I stumbled around the streets of Hogsmeade for quite some time afterwards. Hello there, Damon. Turn to see, I turned to see who was trying to get my attention when I saw two-someones trying to get my attention. I thought it might be have been just one-someone at first, and I was seeing double. When a pair approached me, I realized it was the Weasley twins. Oh, hello, George. I'm Fred. Hello, Fred. I'm George. Oh, it's hard to tell you two apart. Not anymore, George pointed to the side of his head, precisely at the po- spot his ear should have been. I was about to comment on his missing ear when the twins beckoned me over to follow them as they turned to walk down the road. Long before we arrived at Hogmead's Pub, the three of us went into a private room and began to down butterbeer and pumpkin juice, one after another. We began to discuss new ideas for Weasley's Wizard Wheezes, and I had an idea for a new trick that I thought would work great in their shop. I was explaining the intricacies of the trick to the Weasleys when it occurred to me that I was holding one of them in a tight embrace. I was fairly certain his tongue was down my throat. Okay. <laughs> um, as I stood there passionately kissing the Weasley, I couldn't help but think to myself, not no fun, not funny enough, was I? Why was I making out with a Weasley? But I was wondering which of the twins I was making out with, Fred or George. I reached up and ran my hands across his face, circled them to the side of his head, past both ears, and grabbed his hair grabbing his hair, pushing pulling his face harder into mine. Aha. Uh-huh. I thought to myself both ears, he has two ears, it's Fred. Then I felt something someone began to nip at the back of my nap. Ah, that must be George. So George whispered into my ear, have you ever had a Weasley cream sandwich? <laughs> I pulled away from Fred for a moment, turning to address George. No, I haven't. I don't think I've seen those in your shop before. George grabbed hold of my shirt and pulled me against him. We don't sell those in our shop. Then how would I... Oh, I stopped, short as George gave me a knowing smile. Something in his pants was pushing against mine. I could feel Fred behind me, kissing my neck, in much the same way George was before. (laughs) Um... Is that a wand in your pocket, or... It's not a wand, both Fred and George at the same time. I pushed both Weasley twins away, walking to over to the far side of the room. All right, now hold on a minute. I don't know what you, the two of you have heard about Muggles, but no. Just no, no, no. Not going to happen. Oh, come on, Damon, both twins replied. We're double the fun, double the pleasure. George walked over to me and sidestepped around me. He began to massage my, so- my shoulders as Fred approached me from the front. Fred was giving me a dashing smile that, have to admit, was hard to resist. Have you ever been with a wizard before, Damon? Fred asked. You may enjoy it. You've seen what we can do with our tricks. Imagine what we could do with you. I began to open my mouth to fire a retort, but stopped myself and began to shake my head a bit, sighing audibly to myself. "'You know what, Weasley?' I asked. "'What the hell? You only live once, right?' "'Wand's out, boys.' "'That's quite some story, Damon,' remarked Draco. "'But every wizard has heard it as your snogging the Weasleys "'has made it all around the room mills. "'If you knew about it, then why did you offer me a butterbeer and pumpkin juice?' "'Damon asked. Draco didn't reply. "'He simply gave Damon a mischievous grin. "'Oh,' Damon sighed. "'I thought Potter was the keeper of your wand.' My wand is kept by whoever I please. Damon shook his head, sighing to himself. What the hell? he exclaimed. Took the pint of butter b- beer and pumpkin juice, tossing it back, Damon chugged it all down. You are such a slut. Yes, apparently I am. Dumbledore sat up in his bed gasping, sweat pouring down his face. His hands were shaking as he ran them through his hair. His eyes looked around the darkened room with his breath with his breathing was heavy and drawn out. What a strange dream, he said to himself. Why was that muggle whoring around with Hogwarts students? A hand rose from the bed, touching Dumbledore on the chest. He began to gently push him back towards, down towards his pillow. Go back to sleep, Albie, Damon ordered. Or someone won't have enough energy for his morning wand cleaning. <laughs> Without another word, Damon rolled around in their share bed, turning his back to Dumbledore. Sorry, dear Dumbledore. Uh, sorry dear whispered Dumbledore as he wrapped his arm around Damon and kissed Damon on the top of his head and the two spooned together until they fell asleep the end I hope you've enjoyed this story as much as Damon enjoyed a Weasley cream sandwich Anthony Valenta Uh, thank you Anthony yeah so uh, like I said I will continue to read these (laughs) if people send these in I will read them I have no shame as you could tell by me reading that entire story. Oh god. <laughs> but yet yeah, back to this episode. Oh. Alright, let's get some cock sandwiches going. Are you recording,
3: Mike? I am recording. Cock sandwiches!
1: Penis and <laughs> vagina, penis and vagina.
3: <laughs> alright, alright. You know, you- if just once I'd like to have, like, maybe a, one of the outtakes be just a nice, polite, civil conversation. <laughs> what fun would that be? <laughs> yeah, really. I just because people will yeah. think they're being punked. <laughs>
0: did i click on the right one am i getting rickrolled
3: (laughs) we should rickroll people one day
2: (laughs) yeah at the end instead of playing the theme music to whatever you have just rickroll but you should never tell me yeah you're the only one you're the one who gets the rickroll everybody
4: but anyway we're gonna start the show now here we go